Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Hi, Abba. Hey, Caitlin. How are you doing? Oh, it's good over here. How are you? I'm good. I just saw the sunrise. I don't know how I've not seen the sunrise before, and we always talk at like this time, right? Yeah. Well, it's your changing season, right? That's. I mean, now it's like dark all the time here now. So. Oh yeah, it's sunny. It's sunny all the time. It's sunny all. Oh yeah, that might be it. It might have been too Mm -hmm. early before, so we record in the dark. But I see. I'm not in the dark right now. Oh, we're in the dark all the time here now. Welcome to winter season, but it's perfect because it's Halloween season too. I know I do. I love October. Something about like the, the changing seasons. I was just talking to my sister about this. Like I always, I feel like really good every year at this time, but there's this like weird sense of sadness at the same time that I like can't explain. I don't know if it's like the, like, I don't know feeling like actually time which is the only time I really feel it is when the seasons distinctly change I don't Mm. know but it's like yeah I guess it's like the official beginning of closing the door to the year and you're hyper aware of it when Mm -hmm. when you're going into the fall and winter season it's the, the only way that time is real. <laughs> like I know. It's the leaves are changing. It's spring here. Mm-hmm. So there's, it's the jacaranda season, which is like... This, oh, I love those. Yeah. So like all the streets have... And I Purple. missed the beginning of it. I missed the beginning of it. <laughs> Yeah, are they are they purple in Kenya too? Yes, they're ultra purple. Mm-hmm. That's the the tree that we have the most of, and then there's another tree that has like red flowers. And I found this oh, like dope those. yellow tree this weekend. Um, I used so. to love that in San Diego when it was the jacaranda season, and it was like this purple snow everywhere. Right. Is what it? Oh, the ground I is even it. prettier than the tree, mm-hmm. and it's so great when oh. you see it, especially amongst like a lot of other like just gray looking trees and then it's like this mm-hmm. perfect like plume of purple so i yes. like this time of the year um and i always like get super excited for like q4 is just like feels like festive season. that's your time right that's my <laughs> this is my time that's why i'm about to take like leave and take like a week off and then i rise yes. now. now i'm not rising i rise in q2 but now i'm going to lean into like celebration mode this is the so. good yeah you're in your like coast time. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, Caitlin, <laughs> maybe somebody we, heard somebody else on this call at some point. <laughs> yeah, we uh, have our first <laughs> special guest today. Um, I'll trust my special mom. Guess. <laughs> yeah, my mom, Nancy. Um, I guess anyone that knows her also knows her by Nance. She's visiting me in New Mexico right now. So she is going to be our, our first special guest today. So you want to say hi hey, to everyone? Nance. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hi, Abba. Hi. Your voice sounds so good, like through my earphones right now when you actually talk, when you're deliber- deliberately talking into the microphone. Oh, ah, good. So many good. excellent podcast voices. I love it. I love it. She does have a, a very soothing voice. That's for sure. That's from teaching. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a teacher? Yes. 
Yes, I am. Now I'm just substituting, but yes. Nice. Yeah, she's a she's a good, love a good teacher. Up in so here. yeah, yes. so my mom's visiting. We're she's gonna be here through next week. Um, we're gonna head to Santa Fe tomorrow. I'm taking a couple days off of work so we can kind of romp around, explore, eat some eat some good food, get some hatch nice. chiles, which are the the good the good peppers here in New Mexico. We're the hatch chili capital of the world. Um, so yeah, so you got to eat some of those. Um, I'll try anything, but yeah, so she's visiting and so we're going to, gonna, um, she's going to be our first attempt at an, at a podcast interview (laughs) as a podcast guest today. (laughs) Yes. Our producer, George, will be so proud of us if we execute this well. So we're going to do our best. Uh, George, we're just here to make you proud. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, Nance. Thank you. Thank you. This is fun. (laughs) I hope. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I gave her a drink to to calm her nerves a little bit before <laughs> Wait, recording that's for always our. Important. Always important. <laughs> you both but, look um, great though, and like twins. Oh yeah, at our like 10 p.m. <laughs> 10 p.m. I'm just glad this isn't on. It's just she sound it. and not. She wanted visual. to make sure it wasn't a video. So, um, but yeah, so I'll just. I guess I'll start. So any of you that know my mom. Everyone loves her. It's like her her magical gift that everyone everyone likes her. She's very kind. Um, she's very I sensitive and sweet. No, I'm serious. She's laughing, but it's true. So growing up, like all of my friends, like everyone always loved her because she was so sweet. And when she would teach at the at any of the schools I was in, everyone always loved having her in class. And of course, like Everyone thought she was so pretty and cute and <laughs> and she just so is nice. Really so pretty. Mm, yeah. You guys. <laughs> but <laughs> but we've always had a really good relationship too. Um, definitely. Obviously there have been some difficult things to navigate as any like parent-child relationship, you know, has, but I think we've navigated our relationship well throughout the years and we still I mean my mom and I we talk every day don't we like we have like forever I can't even think of a time where we didn't talk every day every day even if it's just even if it's just yep even if it's just two minutes on her drive home from work (laughs) I love it I do I talk what was it about y'all's dynamic that you think made you be able to like have a good relationship and get along so well because I feel like the mother-daughter relationship a lot of the times it's like fraught for a period over there and then you like learn to love each other in your 20s or something (laughs) yeah I mean we always even like I never really felt embarrassed by you like a lot of kids do I think like even when I was at that stage of like adolescence where it was like I don't want to be seen with like my family I never really felt that so I think we like we still we always kind of did everything together and We definitely went through, gosh, the teenage years were, like, tough, but, like, I have, like, a very, like, direct, stubborn, like, 
a stubborn approach and my mom's just so sweet and loving that like I was always extremely honest with her about what was going on and what I was going through and she's just so nice that she never held anything against me and I always felt like I could be honest with her so we've kind of kept that kept that up don't you think I do and I think I can even though I disagree with you I don't argue with you (laughs) You know, I never, I never, we never, I never fought back and I just let Caitlin have her say and she, she let me be like an angsty feeling teenager and even as adult, obviously I'm no less difficult now (laughs) as an adult, but (laughs) she like lets me be me. So I never really feel like I'm rejected in any way, which is, I think a good, that's definitely a parent relationship to aspire to for some people. Yeah. What 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 made you parent like that? I don't know. I think my mom was like that and I just followed in her footsteps, but I didn't do it consciously. I just I, I'm not an I'm not a fighter, so if I disagreed with something, I just I'd talk about it, wouldn't fight about it. And I'd do it the next day. So I think I think that's what mm-hmm. was my secret, I guess, without realizing <laughs> it. It's just my personality that I, I just am not a fighter. So, but it worked so out. So she never gave me, you know, like as a, you know, growing up, like I definitely wanted to fight with people and mm. I had a lot of like Caitlin, not resolved emotions. <laughs> yes, I was. I have, and I've been terrible in many ways with my, you know, I definitely have initiated a lot of like conflict in my life and she never, she just like wouldn't engage and, Mm. um, which was like really good for me because it didn't, you know, it was just like, Oh, like it put into perspective that I was the one like being being ridiculous, which still happens to this day. Am I the villain? I am the drama. It's like, I am a hundred percent the villain. I will, (laughs) she knows, she knows. (laughs) <laughs> anyone any my mom and my sister would definitely attest to that so but it's like we've had like a really good relationship um because I've always you know like I never felt like I was burning a bridge because my mom is just always like okay hash it out that's fine like I'm still gonna be here tomorrow like caring for you isn't that like so. oh, I love that I love that that's like the base foundation of like all dope relationships. You know, like what you're just saying, you never felt like you're burning a bridge, so you don't have to, you can be your full self in it, even your, the trashier parts of mm-hmm. yourself, you know? Yeah. That's so great. So, so how often yeah. do you visit Nance? Um, this is your first time down in New Mexico this year? No, it's my second time. And I try to, I, I try to not go past five months because I start, going antsy without seeing both my daughters. So it was a lot easier when they were together. It was one trip. Now I've got to plan two trips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm Californian here, but um, this is, I like New Mexico. I'm eager to see Santa Fe and mm-hmm. some good food. Yeah, y'all are excited for chilies. You're you're a big spice family. (laughs) No, I'm not. I am. (laughs) She is. So, but I just I like. She's not a picky eater though. I'll eat anything. I'll try everything. So, 
Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. just be fun, a road trip. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But it Santa Fe is cool. Like, it has – I mean, there's just a lot going on there. There's, like, the cool, like, adobe buildings. Every Like, that's, like, the whole city. And there's just a lot of – I mean, there's a couple – I mean, all of New Mexico is, New Mexico is one of the, not that this is something to get into because this is like 10 podcasts in and of itself, but New Mexico (laughs) is one of the states that has done better, you know, treated at least in present day, like their indigenous people better. So there's, Mm -hmm. there's more. um, So around Santa Fe, there's like quite a few um, tribes in the area. So like a lot of this the kind of business aspect of Santa Fe. There's a lot of um, like indigenous markets that go on and, you know, that ha- you typically on the weekends, but it's, it's pretty cool. So mm-hmm. you'll get to see some of that. Dope. Yeah, so it'll That's be... so fun. Take yeah. lots of pictures and share. We will. We're trying to like mm-hmm. level up our Instagram game, but that, that one's still, that one's still beating our behinds a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah cool yeah um, definitely i had a question for nance um okay so like you know <laughs> yeah you guys have talked about like being close kind of throughout caitlin's life your life um but has there as your relationship dynamic shifted at all like you know parenting a fully grown woman and doing her own thing that's why you have to plan two road trips uh at a time yeah what what, what's what's been a big shift in your dynamic I think the hardest part for me is I sometimes have to take a step back and realize oh my gosh my daughters are adults I don't I'm I'm still their mom but I'm in a I'm on the outside looking in now you know and it's every once in a while I'll kind of like oh Caitlin you got to do this and you know and I got to bite my tongue and realize, oh my gosh, she's got not just a career, she's got a home. She's doesn't really need me. Oh, but I do. <laughs> but no, not <laughs> I mean lot. not to not with not with the unsolicited advice and stuff and it's really hard and to see her, but in a way it's, it makes me so proud. I used to be proud of report cards or track meets or, um, um, the way she handled, oh, she was prom queen. Um, I don't know if that was something to be like proud of. So many things in her life and in both my daughters, I was so proud of stuff from elementary and middle school and high school and then even college I was part of that being and now suddenly it's like I'm a proud she's a grown woman and which she's a I'm a grown my, woman she's a has her career and a house and a home and her own dog and cat and, <laughs> I mean, the grandkids yes like, <laughs> she's paying her own bills and making her own decisions and it's it's a whole different kind of pride I have for her now and for both of the girls it's just it's kind of it's a, it's the same heart, but it's almost bigger, you know. It's, oh, I love that. It's really cool. It's just, and to be so to preface all of that, 
Um, my mom is naturally a worrier. She's someone that worries a lot and is like very, you know, she was of extremely active, like mom, like I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like so much of your identity was in like motherhood. Oh, absolutely. Um, and so. Had it always I been fe- like that or did. Was I always like, like that? Like, has it always been like that? Oh, That's yeah. so much of your identity? Yeah. As soon as they were born, it was like that was my life. Both both my daughters, I mean, that was what so, I lived for almost. Yeah, so that I feel like that's like a really, like to preface that she has done so well to like let us grow and do whatever. I mean, I've never felt like pressure to like move back, you know, near where she lives or, and also like, I don't know. I did a lot of things that I feel like if I had a child would be very worrisome. Like I had that point in my life where I was like just couch surfing, like across the country for like a year at a time, like staying with strangers and, you know, like, and I didn't like smartphones didn't like, I didn't have one then. I think they may have existed, but like, I would just be like, Oh mom, like I'd call her. I'm in this town uh, I, I don't even have an address, but it's like down this dirt road where I'm staying or something, you know, like in across the country. And she never like she never like pushed back or was like, I can't believe you. This is so, you know, it was just like, OK, be safe. <laughs> and like, that's no, it. Believe me. But I know she was worried, but she like respected those like, you know, like, let me just do my thing. And no, I don't know. I was freaking out. <laughs> but- <laughs> I was freaking out on the inside, believe me. So, but I feel like that's like a that's even a boundary as a parent. Still yeah, in spite of the freak out. Yes, I think that was the hardest thing: letting her move away, letting her sister move away, and I couldn't see them every day, and I just couldn't even track them. Back then, we didn't, you know, you can't track where they are. No, she and, had no idea where we were. We were just no, like... we were gone. We're, <laughs> we have our paper maps, and we're just... <laughs> Was it pretty similar raising Caitlin and Danielle? Um, I don't know. They were... The person... They were both, I thought, easy to raise... In, well, except, except for the teenage years, but yeah, <laughs> typical girl drama, but um, don't you think? Well, no, I think we were just tricky as like any teenager would be like, yeah, you know? they'd tell me one thing where, and they'd, I found out later months I mean, or years later around. that they were somewhere we else. Party. And, like, it's like where we were teenagers, right? So I did it too, but it never, when I did it, it didn't seem like I was <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> exactly. But no, I think, well, I mean, I think Danielle and I like personality wise are really like different though. Yeah. But Just you, in, they covered for each other. Yeah. I guess it yeah, was of that course. you and Danielle are also super close. Well, we didn't get close actually until Danielle was probably like 19 or 20. I, I don't think we weren't really close like when we were in high school together or anything like that. But you were friends. 
I mean, I not really. I mean, I followed her everywhere. I don't know that she liked me as like a little sister, but yeah. So I don't know, but, but I think. But we did stuff together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Danielle. I mean. For anyone, I guess you've never met Danielle, have you, Abba? Or you maybe just no. briefly met her at graduation too, but I feel like yeah, I've Danielle's met them both like multiple times, but no, I don't think so. But yeah, Danielle's definitely like more stoic. You know, she's like, I feel like my mom and I are like super chatty and like can be kind of annoying. You know, I mean, not in like not that you're annoying, but you know, like where Danielle is like a fewer words and you know talks um I feel like Danielle's always been better at like boundaries than we have been and we kind of take our lessons from Danielle (laughs) that's so cute yeah she's we're like the annoying little chatty ones in the in the triangle but um but I had some questions for you too, mom, um, because I think, so one thing I think about a lot is like to see, I don't know. I think a lot of people might feel this or come to like, think about this later in their life, but it's hard to see like your parent as their own individual person outside of just being your parent. And you're kind of like, you, you kind of grow up and you're like, wow, like my, my parent had this whole existence like outside of me, you know, because we just think the world like revolves around us as their children or, you know, whatever. But um, like what were what were you like growing up? Like what were you like as a teenager or your relationship with your family? Or Well, I grew up in Latin America and my yeah. mom and dad were my – and first in Guatemala and then in Colombia. Oh, I love and the accent switch as soon as you're talking about like, Yeah. <laughs> and my That's parents were. Yeah. But my parents and my sister were my only family because everybody else was up in the States. So we were very close because it was just the four of us um, family-wise uh, but as a teenager, I, but because we moved all the time, I was, I never allowed myself to be shy. I mean, I just. Very outgoing. Very outgoing with people. Like, like Caitlin says, annoying. I talked to this. Well, every, in like a sweet way. Annoying in a sweet yeah. way. But I talked to every supermarket, per, you know, checkout uh, person or people in the market. That, going. Yeah. But I, I never, I just, I guess because we moved so many, so often throughout school that I knew I had to make new friends and I just was never shy about it. And I think that made me grow into um, an adult that wasn't shy either. Mm-hmm. And I'm never, I'm, there's never a stranger. It's true. So, never. But as a teenager, I think I was a normal teenager. I was the same as I did the same things you did. I just forgot about them. And I should have remembered them <laughs> yes. when, when like so many people probably Danielle and Caitlin were doing them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So I want to say I like I said, I definitely struggled 
or not even struggle. I didn't realize it was a struggle, but I just saw my mom as like my mom. And I, it wasn't until we, we were in Columbia, we went down for my mom's high school reunion. And when she was hanging out with all her like high school classmates and speaking in Spanish to them, it was like, I saw this personality side of hers come out that was like really like kind of like silly and childlike and like gossipy almost like in like a you know like a just a really fun way that it kind of tapped into that like oh this is like my mom as like a teenager like talking and acting (laughs) right now that like made me really be like thinking about like, wow, like what was she like at this point in her life? And like, I could see it, you know, I could see exactly who she was at that point and how she was acting and the way she interacted with her friends and the stories and her, her body language completely changed to where, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing my mom as a teenager, like with her friends. It was so funny and just like, rocked my world to you know I don't know if everyone has that like sudden realization where you're like wow I definitely like minimize the experience of my parent um yeah do you feel like that was a turning point for you to like start viewing your mom as like a fully complex human that has yeah existence outside of like even though her identity had been in motherhood but then you're like yeah other world that exists in her right (laughs) oh it definitely did which is embarrassing to say now that it took me to that point because that definitely wasn't (laughs) you know I was like an adult when that happened like I was in in my 20s for sure so it is like embarrassing that it took me that long to like have that thought and realization but yeah I definitely no because you never I I think everyone thinks about their mom as their mom their whole life. It's hard to imagine even like imagine your grandma. That's hard, even though she was a pie fi. (laughs) But I mean, it's hard. So don't beat yourself up for that. Well, I I mean, I'm not beating myself up. No, but you were. I mean, it's, I, you know, you kind of think back like, wow, if I had like started to see them as like fully whole earlier, like would that have changed my approach or my behavior? How I, I don't know. Probably not. You're literally a teenager and a child before that. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. That's so cool to think about. Um. Do you think that's part of, like, the fact that you grew up in first, you know, in Latin America and, like, moving around a lot, being able to, like, connect with different people frequently and build connections quickly? Do you think that's also part of why you are able to kind of allow your children to be, like, kind of, quote-unquote, free and who they are and whether or not you are comfortable with that, just, like, allow them to be a separate human? I think so. Um, I, I'd say so. Just, uh, I'm very accepting of people. I mean, I would hope I would be. And just because I lived in so many different cultures and uh, I don't know. And I be, also being a, a teacher in different schools, mm-hmm. middle school and high school, uh, you get to know just 
she has a very soft spot for like the awkward struggling middle schooler you know like Um, yes i i do they need need a lot of soft spots mm -hmm. and love they need love (laughs) the worst yes Yes, but I'm also, I'm not intimidated by some of the tough kids in the high school mm-hmm. either, the six foot six football players that think they know all that. And I've just said, <laughs> hey, sit down. You don't scare me. You know, <laughs> I'm a mom. So, so. I'm a mom. <laughs> yeah. Also, and she is tiny. So. Yeah. Um, Once you're a mom, you can hopefully put up with all sorts of stuff. So, Yeah. But I think, no. yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I can't speak for you, but I definitely think she was encouraging of me kind of getting out and about too just because she, like, moved around so much. And um, we never – where I grew up, we didn't have any other family there either. Like, all of my mom's family was, like, all over the country. So I think we – you definitely like pushed us to like go on our own to visit family, you know, for holidays and um, kind of pushed us to get out. Like we didn't really necessarily have that many connections family wise, like where we, mm-hmm. where we live. my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Why did you become a teacher? Well, I was, they were, they needed Spanish teachers. So I just did it at one time just because they needed them in the county. And it started off as a, just do it for one semester. And I just kept going. So, but I didn't start teaching until after the girls were in school. Mm. I wanted to stay with them while they were little. So I stuck around the house. But, but Caitlin was saying about how I encouraged them I encouraged Caitlin and Danielle to leave. And yeah, I pushed them, I guess, a little bit too far because they were now they're 2,000 and 3,000 miles away. So, (laughs) but yeah. But I feel like because my mom's not going to talk herself up so much, but she's such a good teacher. Everyone will say that. Mm. And she, I mean, she, she does tutoring on the side now too. And like all her students, I mean, she, she has students, they like go off to college and like some of them are like close to my age now and they're still like calling her to (laughs) check in. (laughs) So I don't know. I think teachers are so special. Yeah. So she definitely makes a big impact. Oh, well, thank you. I don't have any any teaching skills, but she definitely does. It's her patience. <laughs> I bet. But, yeah, mm-hmm. you need a lot of patience to be teaching high schoolers. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I want to ask um, – well, I guess – I didn't write this question down, but I'm going to think of it now. Cause one of the things of our <laughs> podcast is like one of our big things is like friendship and navigating friendships across obviously time zones and like time and space, like how to navigate long-term friendships. And you, I feel like recently have really reconnected with a lot of friends, like in like the last, you know, I don't know, I would say like 10 years, maybe, 
Um, how has like your dynamic with your friends changed? I mean, you're now looking into like you all didn't have like the social media aspect that we do now where it's like fairly easy to keep up with people. Um, so how have you navigated like friendships into your adulthood and like reconnecting with people? Like high school people or college? Or anyone. Um, high school was hard because it was just, well, Abba, you know, we would write letters, airmail letters. I only sent Abba one letter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you talked about that in your, one of your... She listens to her podcast. Me a letter. Yeah. Well, that and letters were hard to write, but that's Mm -hmm. what we did. We did couldn't even do long distance phone calls because that was all through. I mean, a major by minute. Mm -hmm. So, I guess social media has really helped because everyone started going on WhatsApp Mm -hmm. or Telegram and starting to. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and we got to organize a uh, a reunion and see each other. And then once you connect, it's easy to keep going. Mm -hmm. And that was high school and college. There's um, nine of my friend, girlfriends from college. We've gone, gotten together for 21 years every year for a weekend. No way. No way. Yeah. Yeah. We had, mm -hmm. and And we go, we meet wherever we can find a, um, a place that either someone says, Hey, I have a cabin or it was we, at your house recently. One time it was at my times. house and we went hiking and went white water rafting. And, and another time we went to Gatlinburg and did zip lining. I mean, we're talking menopausal w- women <laughs> <laughs> postmenopausal. And it's just been a lot of fun though, because we went zip line, um, Fun stuff, hiking, and we did New Orleans and the French Quarter, and we've done just about, oh, we went to Michigan and the Mm -hmm. Great Lakes, and yeah, it's been fun. Um, So, I mean, all that just to say, all of you should still try to always, even if it's someone you didn't hang out with all the time in college or high school, try to reconnect because it makes a big difference as adults, you know, Mm -hmm. you have, you have that something in common as you were growing up mm-hmm. and now that you've arrived into your career and adulthood you don't want to give your life up that was part of that that's your friends were who made you you know mm-hmm. so yeah. try to try to stay connected that's a good reminder i think our generation can get really easy but we're just like oh my gosh <laughs> maintaining more than one friend impossible <laughs> Oh we're my so gosh. tired we just like hit 32 seconds again we're just like oh my gosh we have too much going on no bandits for anything mm-hmm. we should we should be better we should be better about that <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean you've done a you've done a really good job i feel like of of keeping up with who you want to yeah um so our last question, or if Abba, do you have any more besides this one? I feel like this I was wanted, our... Which one? <laughs> I you asked to... our... Oh, no. What? <laughs> no, it's not. That's not it. <laughs> which one? Which one? Which one? I think we should... There's two questions. These. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. And even like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so... 
something, I mean, no secret, society kind of like shits on women, especially as they age. But I kind of, I feel like I talk to so many people that just talk up like the amazing things about getting older and how much freer and more comfortable they they get as they age so what what's your favorite thing about getting older as at the age I am now yeah or I mean in general um I don't know I mean that's a hard one I've enjoyed getting older I'm not I don't enjoy looking in the mirror and seeing myself get older all the time, but it's okay. Hey, I was on Caitlin's Peloton this today, and <laughs> I kept up, you know? <laughs> so it's like, um, did. Yeah. Shout out to my nanny family for getting me a Peloton. <laughs> but uh, um, I, I don't feel older, and I think mm-hmm. by just, I don't know, uh, getting on an airplane and still traveling or um, still reading books constantly and um, st- doing fun things, going out walking, going to movies. Um, I don't know. Well, it's I like guess. silly because I don't think like none of those things are like like anyone at any point should do those. But I think we're kind of like told that like, oh, you're going to like enjoy life so much less as you get older. Yeah. No. I know they sound like very basic everyday things, but I can say probably my mom doesn't do a lot of the things on that list. Like go to the movies. It's like, yeah, of course anyone can go to the movies. Yeah. And and I, you know, and just keeping up with, stuff and mowing the grass and I don't know just <laughs> just your regular just things. it's like you, you just feel good doing them I feel good just about doing regular stuff and I wake up happy in the morning and mm-hmm. I mean I'm getting She's old a very happy person but you're not though like you're yeah but I don't not. feel mentally you just yeah, can't, can't you let yourself feel it though. Also. <laughs> she's oh. a young spirit for sure she um that's always you definitely passed that heart. down to Caitlin, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there's also Danielle who keeps me, like, making sure I'm exercising and keeping fit and eating right. Mm-hmm. And I hope you guys are paying Danielle, like, a monthly fee. She's <laughs> we should. Yes. No, it's true. It's so true. Yeah, we do. I bought. I buy a bag of Cheetos, and I think of while I'm eating them. What would Danielle say? <laughs> what would Danielle no, do? You, just, you gotta do what basement. feels good. Yes. Oh, so seriously. Good. Mm-hmm. But what? Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you like most about yourself? Like you've described such a like great existence. What would you say you like most about yourself? Um, I guess that I don't about myself. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I, I guess that I, I'm not a. I don't have a lot of mood swings. I think I'm. <laughs> she looked at me. Which right? Said, <laughs> she did. She definitely did. I saw it. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that I just in whether things are really bad, because I've had a lot of bad things happen to me in my life, and I've had a lot of wonderful, happy things, but I'm kind of even about it. And a lot of times, it's not that I, I don't, I don't wear my, sh- 
feelings on my shoulder unless it, they're happy. You know what I mean? I don't walk around. No one could ever tell me I'm in a bad mood. It's true. But I don't do it out. It's not unhealthy. It's not like I don't vent. It's just, I think I'm just, I enjoy life. And I think that's what I like best about myself. If that I'm just mm-hmm. enjoy she life. Is. <laughs> yeah. She's looking at me because I wear my emotions on my sleeve. And I have Full many mood swings. <laughs> I am, I, yes. But that's healthy too. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> we are very different in that way. And anyone that knows me knows that's, but my mom is very even keeled. Um, even though she is an anxious person, like no one would ever know. Cause she doesn't ever outwardly show it. I don't even know how that's you so necessarily feel it inwardly. She's just so level and you know, you really are. So I like that about you too, because when I'm having a, a meltdown, <laughs> she's like just the calm. grounding force. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, ah, we are yeah. the same. I too wear my, well, I can be, I, I can, I cosplay as even keel, but I'm losing my mind half the time. And so like, <laughs> the older I've grown, like, the less I have energy to pretend. I'm just like, okay, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm all over the place. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Caitlin, you're turning 33 next year, or is it? Yeah, in like a month. In a, yes, I was like, it's a Scorpio. Of course, your birthday. I, of course, I'm a Scorpio. We'll have to talk about astrology another yes. day because. And Nancy, you just send us a voice note of what it is like to raise a Scorpio, a Scorpio daughter as well. Oh my gosh! Um, yes. <laughs> what would Nance, like? What would you tell your thirty-three-year-old self if you could talk to her right now? The age that Caitlin and I are. Wow, when I was well, I guess when I was Danielle was going to kindergarten, she had babies young. <laughs> um, right? That's yeah, right. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I guess what would I tell my Thirty-three-year-old self. That's a hard question because um, I don't think I'd want to change much. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have been prompted on this. Huh? <laughs> She's panicked. <laughs> we did not send <laughs> Caitlin's mom any of the ideas and talking points we had. <laughs> no. Um, I think I would have just told myself to. Um, I don't know. I did everything I wanted to at 33 with, with Danielle and Caitlin. I mean, I, I, I was part of their life, and I think instead of, I, I, I don't know. You know, I guess I would tell myself that, wow, when I'm 60, 60 it's going to be a little bit different. Instead of me taking them to the park or to the um, hiking or to the movies or driving them to a restaurant, now they're taking me to either Santa Fe and, or Danielle took me my first camping trip and, um, <laughs> we're trying out new restaurants. I tried sushi with my daughters. So now it's their turn. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was worth being 33 and doing it all for them. Cause now they're doing it all for me. So oh, I love that. <laughs> see, so. she's sweet. She, she has no regrets. Unlike me, man, I'd be telling my, my like 16 year olds, I'm like, 
<laughs> so many things. But Thank you.